Next on BYU Sports Nation, a true freshman venturing into rarely charted territory for BYU football. Could Zach Wilson actually start at Arizona? New offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes gives us his timeline for naming a starter. Plus, Between the Lines takes on Y Mountain and a warm welcome back to the BYU SN original, Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Tuesday, August 7th, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with black market video games dealer, Jerem Jordan. Uh, I've done no such thing. What are you uh, What are you saying? Just tell me, how do I get my hands on 2019 NCAA college football? I wish that existed, right? Jerem? There, there's some lawsuits. That, you know, Ed O'Bannon. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I Hey, I but really, it. let's have the conversation offline, okay? Yeah, why'd you not, bring it up not on, on live TV television? What, what's that all about, dude? <laughs> I, thought, I thought our black market deals would not be brought to the surface of this show. But people need to know about 2019 NCAA football. That would be awesome. I, I played 2014 a couple times recently. It was really fun. And like, it's fun with updated, updated rosters. Roster. Yes. Although I, I don't have the 2018 rosters. I have the 2017 Has roster. it been created yet? I haven't found a 2018 roster. If you've got a 2018 roster for PS3 2014 NCAA College Football, let me know. Tweet at me. Yeah. And if you know what all that mumbo-jumbo means, then good on you. Yeah. You know what the original video game really is. Yeah. NCAA football. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Following Monday's media viewing session of BYU football fall camp, an overwhelming storyline developed. That's surrounding true freshman quarterback Zach Wilson. Throwing Um, bombs. Focus on myself. I mean, I really don't have much to lose. I'm 18 years old. Um, (laughs) You know, just come out and do me. Don't worry about anybody else. Um, stick with the offense, stick with I, you know, don't try and do more than I'm capable of doing. And, uh, you know, just let the coaches decide. Ah, yes. Make the coach's decision that much more difficult. Throwing bombs, dropping dimes, getting some solid reps in 11 on 11. You just heard from Zach Wilson. Jerem, what does this mean? Is Zach Wilson more of a legitimate starting quarterback candidate than we originally thought? Let's let's uh teach for a moment okay why did zach wilson become a narrative on tuesday or monday it wasn't just that he was good it was that joe critchlow wasn't featured in 11 on 11 hardly at all if at all and zach wilson was made available to the media therefore the narrative comes out but i do want to say this about zach we have seen him in fall camp and the dude looks really good is he the best quarterback perhaps there's not a lot of separation among the big three He's poised. He throws a beautiful deep ball. He looks relaxed. He looks natural. You heard him say, I don't have much to lose. I'm 18. He turns 19 this month. But would BYU, after a 4-9 season with the new offensive coordinator, throw out a true freshman in the season opener for the first time in school history? I don't know. Do you doubt a kid that took two girls to prom? It's hard to doubt that kind of kid's (laughs) confidence, right? (laughs) I think Zach Wilson is going to be a fantastic quarterback at BYU. I'm not sure about the timing. If I'm Kalani Sataki coming off a losing season, and if I'm Jeff Grimes, a new OC, I don't know that I throw out a true freshman. He would really need to separate himself 
I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking a lot from Joe Critchlow and Tanner Mangum to be the guy. Because BYU has never started a true freshman in a game. In fact, only six have ever started a game at BYU ever. The dude's 18. He turns 19 later this month. I think that Zach's going to be good. I'm just not sure game one is when you want to throw him out. Five games in September, four power fives, three on the road, two in the top ten. Like, let's go with the guy that's at least started a couple games before, and then let's see, okay? Later in the schedule, there are Zach Wilson games, okay? Why not ease him into things? I don't want to Derek Carr him, or David Carr him, where you, you damage the confidence initially because you don't have as much success. Look, if you throw Tanner Mangum or Joe Critchell out there, I'm going, please go two and three. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want a one-and-four situation, potentially. But what if Zach Wilson starts, and he's just the phenom, and it's amazing? That, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened either. But I think there needs to be a large degree of separation for him to be the starter. There is something that needs to happen in fall camp if the coaches are to put Zach Wilson in as the starter against Arizona. And that is, he needs to play in a scrimmage-type scenario, 11-on-11, simulated in a game against the number one BYU defense and let them go full-fledged effort at him. They need to be able to tackle him. see what happens. Yes, and in spring, to BYU's credit, they let the quarterbacks go. Like, the quarterbacks could be tackled, including Zach Wilson. Today is the fifth practice, which means, by NCAA rules, full pads for the first time. We've evaluated everything up to this point, right? You know what Elias Tuiaki calls all this? The defense coordinator? Fake football. Fake football. So let's see how it goes. Being a first-team All-American practice player, by the way, does not mean that you will be good in the games. Jake Heaps was one of the most incredible practice players I've ever seen in my life. But when the rush came, it was a different story for Jake. I'm not saying that will happen with Zach. I'm just saying beware the over-evaluation before there are even pads on Simulate. Zach Wilson, full speed scrimmage against the number one defense and see what happens there. There's a good chance the media won't get to see any of that. It'll all be coaches' eyes only. And and we didn't see the first three quarters of practice yesterday where Joe Critchlow could have Joe Critchlow wasn't involved. What does it mean? Stop. You're seeing a portion of it. What if you only saw the second quarter of a basketball game, and that's like it's hard to really know. But what people are saying is that Zach's good. I really like what I've seen. I, I really like Zach Wilson. Amen to that. Zach Wilson is the shiny new toy at BYU football fall camp. We don't know what he can't do because we haven't seen him play. He is Buzz Lightyear. Tanner Mangum is Woody in Toy Story. Who's Joe Critchlow? To be determined. Uh, what's, what's the redheaded sidekick to? Jesse. Jesse. He's Jesse. <laughs> Joe Critchlow's Jesse, the red hair. Zach Wilson is Buzz Lightyear and Tanner Mangum is Woody. Exciting. But eventually, as a true freshman, he will have a fall-to-the-earth reality check moment. Oh, I don't there know will be moments. when it's going to happen. It's part of football. Growing pains now, greatness later. Why not ease him into it? Don't let Buzz get on the railing and fly off and break an arm off of the toy body, okay? Just, Bu- Buzz had a reality check there. Yes, right? yes. Like, oh, I'm That's not, what I'm saying. That will happen. Not. Let's not make it as severe and harsh. Let's ease him into yes, things. Yes, yes. Zach Wilson is great. Buzz Lightyear is great. September's not the time for Zach Wilson, in my opinion. It's October, November, if that. If that. Shiny new toys. I know. They're exciting. It's fun. But just wait. Just wait. Our question of the day. How would you feel about Zach Wilson being the BYU starting quarterback at Arizona? Let's hear from you. Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is 
the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Bleeds underscore Blue 22 on Twitter. No, do not start him game one. Bring him along slowly. Play him in the cupcake games to raise confidence. Nothing to gain by throwing him in the fire against very good teams. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I want to ease him into it. Continue to weigh in on this on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses coming up. But this we know. Arizona's coming up quickly. Countdown to the Wildcats. 25 days. 25, bro. 25. A quarter of a dollar. Very exciting. Talking about the quarterbacks. Yes, a quarter. When BYU names the starting quarterback is the number two question of 2018 Camp Kalani. Ed Lamb set up to three days last week. Well, that's passed. Then offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes addressed the topic yesterday. You know, we're only a few days into practice right now. So um, it's still too early to say. Ideally, we'd like to be there at the end of two weeks. If we can be there sooner, great. If it takes a little bit longer, then it takes a little bit longer. Um, But naming the right guy is more important than doing it at a specific time. Spencer, what do you think of the mixed timelines we're hearing? I think it's hilarious. And I think it's great rhetoric and great conversation bit for sports talk radio. Good for us. We have Ed Lamb. Hey, three days in, let's go. And I'm sure that Jeff Grimes would like to say, yes, three days in, I will know who the guy is. You heard him. If we know now, the earlier we can get it, the better. But That means they don't know you. It's more important to make the right decision. They can all have a consensus and get on the same page. So it's honestly, it's hilarious to me that we have so many differing opinions. Uh, in terms of when I think it'll happen, I'm still set on, you know, after Saturday. I, I think that there will be some type of scrimmage scenario. I don't know when it's going to happen or what the BOA football coaches are going to do, but I think there will be a scrimmage scenario. After that scrimmage scenario, I think we will know the BYU starting quarterback. I anticipate that they'll probably tell them late this week, and then we'll know sometime early next week. That's my best guess after assessing everything that's been said. What do I think of the mixed timelines? I think it's predictable. What did I tell you when we heard the Ed Lamb comments? I said, I want to hear what Jeff Grimes has to say. Now you've heard it. Ed Lamb is a former head coach. He's anxious. like He wants to know, right? But he's on the defensive side of the ball as well as being an assistant coach as the linebackers coach. Jeff Grimes, I believe, will make the call on this. I don't be- believe that it will be Kalani Satake's call on who the starting quarterback is. Well, Kalani I, Satake has delegated that I to Jeff I think that Grimes. he's delegated it. The Moses to Aaron here, right? So I, I think that Zach Wilson and Joe Critchlow and Tanner Mangum are competing uh, for a spot that Jeff Grimes will determine. And I said when Ed Lamb made those comments, I want to hear what Jeff Grimes says. And here we hear Jeff saying, Okay, you know, potentially up to two weeks. Two weeks, if we take it literally from the first day of practice, would be next Thursday, okay? You'd get up to 13 practices with number one reps going into the Arizona game. I think that's plenty of time for whoever the starter is. Yeah, largely, (laughs) I think Jeff Grimes will consult with Aaron Roderick and Fessy Satake. Oh, the whole staff, yeah. And Steve Clark, former OC. They will all have a strong, weighted opinion in this matter. It's not going to be just, what, what they, does Kalani Satake think? No, it's what does Jeff Grimes think yeah. after consulting with the past game coordinators? Yes, yes, and his fellow coaches on the offensive side of the ball. Like, I think A.J. Stewart will weigh in, and Ryan Pugh, everybody. I think everybody weighs yeah. in on this one. It's hilarious. I love it. I love it. It's a great conversation bit.
When are they going to name a starting quarterback? It's there, who there are and when? Opinions all over the map from inside the coaching staff. BYU announced a two-game home and road series with UNLV yesterday. You're welcome for saying home and road. I have adopted that just for you, Jerem. Well, it makes sense, right? Not I've adopted it for games. you. Yes. How do you know which, which game is home and which is road if you say home and home? Again, so that we can <laughs> avoid this conversation in the future, I have adopted home and road. It's for the people. It's for the children, really. The first game between BYU and the Rebels of UNLV in Provo in 2023. The second game in Las Vegas Stadium in 2024. What do you think of scheduling another two-game series with UNLV. I love it because this is at what Brian Keel called Cougar Stadium South. Uh, it's called the Bell Edward Stadium now, by the way. But I, I love it. It's a game that BYU fans can make. Vegas, which is like the second home of BYU athletics, right? Uh, fans from Utah and obviously Nevada, California, Arizona can get there pretty easily, right? All within like five to ten hours. Let's play UNLV every year. Every year. Let's, why, why, do, why doesn't BYU just play UNLV every year in football? I think it'd be great. The 2023 schedule, by the way, four Power Fives, Tennessee and Provo, at the Fighting Bronco Men Halls, at USC, Stanford at home, throwing Boise State at Houston now again with UNLV. That's a really, really strong start. 2024, one Power Five right now in NC State, who I don't think BYU's ever played, plus Hawaii, Georgia Southern at ECU again, at UNLV. So not as strong in 2024, but more Power Fives to come. I love it. I, like My favorite series of all the series that BYU football is scheduled is Boise State. It's a quality game. It's every year. You're there. You're here. You're there. Here. It's on ESPN. I think UNLV is a game that BYU should look at doing every season. It's regional. An overload of BYU fans in Vegas will attend the 2024 game. It's a winnable game. Yes. And it's not a Power 5 opponent. But it's a Power 5 city, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's a destination. Absolutely. For, for the non-gambling and gambling Mormons. You ready for my hot take? I've been waiting. What, 14 minutes in, you're bringing it now? 2024. Let's revisit the five games you just brought up. Oh, boy. Hawaii in Provo. Georgia Southern. That's a win. That's a win. At East Carolina. That's a loss. I'm just kidding. That's a win. Well, it was last year. I think it'll be a win. <laughs> at UNLV. Yeah. And then at NC State. We'll see how NC State Typically, is. Typically, that's a game that BYU could win Not a juggernaut. But... In the Power Five. BYU, on the road, East Coast, Power Five. That's typically a game that BYU Tough, loses. yes. I Jerem, would think BYU could compete in that one. Is 2024 the schedule that BYU will look to capitalize on, win a bunch of games, and try and be the most attractive they can be at that moment when TV contracts come up and college football shifting is likely? That's only five of the games, dude. We have seven other games to figure out. The trend right now we are seeing. We don't there's like Utah's not even on that one. The trend Boise State's not even on the that one. The trend we are seeing right now with what we've been given tells me. We got me, full camp storylines. We got Jamal Williams and all these guys. I ain't talking 2024. Yes, schedule. we are. We're talking that because we brought up the series. We brought up the series. I don't want to break it down anymore. Come on. I'm just saying, think about it. There is something to think, think about, about here. I'm Maybe you about. don't, but there is something there when we have circled 2024 as the year of the TV contracts. But in 2023, the year before, Tennessee. That's not the year. USC, that's Stanford, the, Boise that's not State. not the year. Not all the contracts are up in 24. I'm trying to give you Some credit. Some are up earlier. Maybe Tom Homo has heard. No, he hasn't heard. And is thinking... <laughs> Maybe we should lighten up the schedules. Everything else is pretty much filled That's out. That's too light for me. 
Give me some power five. Three you'll, to four. You'll get Utah in there. You'll probably get Boise State again. New AD. Who knows? But if BYU has, let's say, three power fives and a bunch of games Going like having three power UNLV, East Carolina, They're skewing more towards six than they are three. Is 2024 the year that they are looking to win a bunch of games and get the nation's attention? When those contracts come up. we got like fall camp to talk about. Let's not break down 24. I'm doing it right That's now. That's a May 15th I told topic. You, that ain't I an August you. 7th topic. No, I made it an August 7th topic. It's done, baby. I made it there. People, you want to talk about Zach Wilson or 2024? <laughs> Weigh in. Do you care more about Power 5 conference expansion? <laughs> not, not, not in August. I care about the season. Let's go. <laughs> Just because you care about it doesn't mean other people don't. Do you weigh in if you want to talk about twenty twenty four more? Our question of the day: ridiculous. Much to the liking of Jeremy. No, it's not ridiculous. It's a reality thing. It is. It's going to happen in twenty twenty four. TV contracts will come up. No, no, no. The interest level right now is the discussion point. How would you feel about Zach Wilson being the BYU starting quarterback at Arizona? At Viking Benny in on Twitter. I'd rather start Zach. I think BYU gains more in the long run by developing him. It's not about the long run. You can it's about deve- the short run. You can develop him and not have to start him in game one as a true freshman. I'm sorry. If Kalani wants to be here for 10 to 15 years, he's not going to start a true freshman quarterback in game one, in my opinion. He's going to go with the best guy. If that's a true freshman, yes. But there's some growing pains that... Maybe Joe Critchlow got out earlier. No, Ex- it's, not a, it's not about the long run. It's about the short run, making a bowl game. Viking Benny continues. Expectations are already at an all-time low, as they should be. As long as the line can protect Zach Wilson from getting hurt and there is a run game to support him, let him develop. You can let him develop. And In not, October and November. And not have to do it against Arizona. Yes, please. Coming up, get to know the newest member of the BYU basketball team on a hike to the Y. And a former BYU quarterback and national champion. Second day in a row, that has been the case. Robbie Bosco yesterday, Blaine Fowler today. What does he think about the potential of Zach Wilson starting as a true freshman quarterback? How likely is it? Blaine's rocking the pink. You know he means business. This is BYU Sports Nation. Get the third string on tomorrow. Who was that? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The season debut of After Further Review is tonight at 7 Eastern on BYU TV. Is David Nixon, Brian Logan, Blaine Fowler, Dave McCann break down the game like nobody else. It's back, and it's tonight, 7 Eastern. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation simulcast right now on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation open on social media. As always, follow at BYU Sports Nation Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Use the hashtag BYUSN whenever and wherever you would like to converse with us. Our question of the day, how would you feel about Zach Wilson being the BYU starting quarterback at Arizona, at Bree underscore B8 on Instagram. If BYU looks past experience on the field and bases their QB choice on how well the QB is doing in fall camp and then chooses Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback, then I'd trust the decision because it should mean that Zach Wilson is the best quarterback choice on the team. You're putting your stock and trust in the coaches to make that call. Trust me. I trust that, dude. There's an immediate interest in being good right away. Like, BYU is not looking to build slowly. They're looking to be as fast as possible. You have a new OC. He's got to prove himself. You have a head coach that has a 500 overall record after two years. It's coming off 4-9. They don't have time to be like, yeah, in the long run. There's no long run. If you want to, like, keep your job for a long time, you got to do it now. Hashtag BYUSN Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses later in the show. Blaine Fowler is joining us in Studio B. Yesterday it was Robbie Bosco, your good buddy, your golfing partner. 
former quarterback that you played with, and uh, now you're here to set the record straight, right? What's up, Blaine? We're, we're a couple of sad guys because um, we'll call each other and to go play golf, and then we'll admit we like we don't have any other friends. It's like <laughs> so you really you really need to come play, Rob. And he's like, why can't you get somebody else? Like, I don't have any other friends. And then two days later, he'll call and say. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I don't have any other friends either, so will you come play with me? So we just play with each other. We play golf with each other all the time. That's awesome. After further views back tonight, what can we expect on the season debut? Yeah, so for, for August, we've got a little bit different theme. Um, as we gear up, we'll be previewing the season, of course, a little bit, every one of these episodes in, in the month of August. But we're going we're gonna to take a look back at the greatest game-winning drives in BYU history over the course of this month. Nice. So it'll be, it'll be really fun. There's, and some recent ones that we forget about, but it's, but it's – it's going to be a fun theme for the month of August and get our juices flowing and ready to go for football. Looking forward to it. Are you wearing the pink shirt on AFR tonight? I think I'm thinking about it, but I have to rock a jacket somehow. So I'm thinking maybe a light blue jacket with this might just make everything pop. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to give Belo a little bit of a run for his money. Oh, which, I like it. Which is not easy to do. And so I thought I got to go a little bit out there, a little bit outside of my comfort zone. So I might go pink and light blue tonight. All right. You'll you'll have to watch after further review. If, to find if I out. dare, you're going to see if I actually dare because I'm thinking about it. But if I dare, then that's what I'll do. I triple dog dare you. That's it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you. Would he, do he, it. Went, he just went right out of protocol. Go, boom, he didn't. He went right to triple dog yeah. dare. Okay. Our question of the day: What would you think about Zach Wilson being the starter at Arizona? What do you think? I struggle with it just a little bit, and I don't, I didn't get to see Rob yesterday because I was out of town, um, and I don't know if you asked him that question, but it's so hard as a freshman to be able to see everything the way you want to see it. When I watch Zach this first week of practice, and I've seen him a, a bunch, his skills are amazing. Um, like his he, technique is amazing. His You could make a training video on quarterback mechanics. Like His feet are really good. He's confident. He gets the ball up. He's got great velocity on the ball. He's really, really accurate. And he seems to be really poised. But, but here's the hard part. You know, you say, hey, the guys are going for the job in fall camp. We still don't know if any of them can play yet, other than the ones that have already played, because you never in fall camp say, hey, the quarterbacks are live. Go ahead and smack them in the face on the pass rush. You don't. So you base your decision on seven-on-seven seven and one-on-one, on one, and, and, they, and they all look phenomenal. Um, and then once in a while, like Saturday, they let them get after a little bit. They still can't hit the quarterback. So if a D lineman comes free on an inside gap, he knows he's just supposed to veer away from the quarterback. And the quarterback stands in there and throws a complete for a touchdown when he's actually going to be sacked. And we don't know what he will do in a game when that protection breaks down inside like that. And, and there's other instances. There was a play yesterday we were watching where um, right at the end they threw a crossing route touchdown pass, um, and everyone was like, ooh, and I'm going, that's a terrible decision because it was thrown into coverage, and that receiver was going to get knocked out cold on that route. That was no way was that a completion if the DBs are allowed to hit the receivers. So you can only do so much with your evaluation in the fall, and so you have to have some of – do we know they can play? Now, we've seen Zach Wilson in high school. He's a phenomenal player. Seems like a gamer, right? Um, but until we get him out in the game, we don't know that. I think it's a lot of pressure to go against the team speed of an Arizona and a Cal and then to go against what's probably a top five <laughs> defense in Wisconsin right out of the shoots. So if, if you feel confident, and I'll, and I'll tell you who's really played well in fall, Tanner Mangum has played really well in fall. And Joe's been good. The first four days, I, I thought, man, 
BYU's in good shape this year. With Tanner and Joe. All, all three guys are playing well, and I'm looking at Zach going, and this kid's phenomenal talent. And I visited with him for a long time after Saturday. Um, and he's got the mentality to play, too. So I feel like they're in a great spot from a quarterback perspective. But as you go into that opener, you have to take into consideration, well, who do I know can play in a college football game? So that's part of the waiting. So unless Zach Wilson is so much better that he outweighs the experience that Tanner and Joe have, then then you probably start with with one of the more veteran guys. Now, I think quarterback, I've always, even when I was playing it, should be like any other position. So if the starter's there, it's not, hey, you're the starter and no matter what happens, you're there. I, I like Mike Leach's mentality a little bit. Not quite as dramatic as Mike Leach, where he just yanks the guy at any moment. But, hey, if the guy's not performing consistently, his performance has dropped off, then you go to the next guy, especially when you've got three and even four really talented players there. And, I, and I, So I think there's a lot that has to go into consideration, and we have to be careful with who we think is great in fall because quarterbacks don't ever get smacked around in fall camp. Uncle B, Blaine Fowler, dual threat analyst, national champion quarterback at BYU, is with us on BYU Sports Nation. I made the comparison of Zach Wilson to Buzz Lightyear. He's the shiny new toy in Toy Story. Everybody's excited. Look at all of his gadgets and what he brings. And Tanner Mangum is Woody. Okay? Still great value there, but it's kind of old news and he's been the leader for a while we get caught up so much in new now next shiny oh it's so exciting do you think that's a fair comparison and that and I feel like as Buzz Lightyear did in Toy Story he had that reality moment where he jumps off the stairs like I can fly and then bang down to the ground that's September Okay, hey, but I feel like that I, would be September if you. I go like with Zach I like Wilson. the analogy. I think Zach is better than Buzz. I think he's better than Buzz. So Buzz, <laughs> Buzz is awesome. I, I think because I don't think Buzz could ever do some of the things he thought he could do. But I think over time Zach is going to be able to do everything he thinks he. That's can That's the do. thing. Let's limit so, the reality so check. I, I like to bring him along. I really like the new red shirt rule where we can bring him along, and I think it's in the best interest of him. You talk about um, playing for the future. Even if you're playing for the future, don't you bring along your prodigy? in a way that builds his confidence and allows him to have success rather than throw him in against a top-five defense three games in. Uh, and Washington's got, like, I don't know, nine starters back on defense? They're going to be the best They're defense really, in the yeah. Pac-12. So, do, you know, you, you can really ruin somebody's confidence. And, you know, on the other side, I've been watching Tanner Mangum this last week, and my opinion last year was he had all these lower body injuries and all these problems, and he was trying to come back and play and do all of that. And his mechanics were flawed, but it was from the ground up. And, and good quarterbacks always have great feet. That's where it starts. If your feet aren't right, the ball comes out weird, your arm drops into a different position to compensate. Um, and so I think the injuries contributed to that. Then when he wasn't throwing the ball really well, I think it, it really hurt his confidence. Absolutely. So, so you had a confidence issue, which I think started with footwork. So now I'm watching him this, this fall, and I'm going, hey. His footwork looks good again. He looks like he's confident. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Now, I need to see him back in a game, too, to see if that holds up. But through one week, I'm going, yes, I like this. Don't you think the coaches saying to him after this heated competition, you're our guy, would do infinite wonders for his confidence? It, it would help. And, but, and I think you can say, you're our guy, but you've got to perform at a level. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. We haven't even talked about Joe Critchlow. I'm watching Joe and – I'm going, man, this guy, he just is steady, solid, good. Poise. Right? And so he's making good reads. The ball's coming. He's doing really good things. And I'm thinking, we wouldn't be that bad off 
if, if Joe Critchlow were in there. Agreed. Um, and there's something to be said for solid and not making mistakes. Because right now, I would just like somebody to play that position that doesn't lose games for us. I don't think that guy has to win games and carry the team on Is that his shoulders right now. And, and so, right now, we, who doesn't? And Critchlow could make a really strong case that... And listen, I'm not going to go out and lose a game for you. I'm going to manage this thing. He's got a he's got a nice upside too. Doesn't BYU have to go and win four of those five games though in September that are against Power Fives, three on the road? No, they have to go and win them. They they're not going to be in a position to not lose, right? No, no, they have but, to be. Aggressive. But no, what I'm saying is the quarterback doesn't have to win the game. What, who has to win the game is the, the offensive line has the to win the game. The old line has to. Knock people off the ball. They have to run the football. They got to control it. The defense has to not give up big plays and force turnovers. Yeah. The quarterback needs to not lose it. When I say not lose it, he can't get hit, fumble the ball, and turn it over and give the other team a, a ten-yard field. He can't throw a pick that goes for six. He can't, you know. And so he he doesn't have to go out and go. I got to go throw five touchdowns because I got to. This offense has to carry this football team, and that's how we're going to beat Cal, Arizona, Wisconsin before they get to McNeese State. No, the quarterback needs to say, I'm going to move the chains. I'm going to manage the game. I'm not going to turn the ball over. I'm going to get us into the right stuff, and I'm going to take care of the ball. I'm going to let this offensive line do their job because they look phenomenal in this first week. And then that defense has got to be stellar. So the pressure needs to be on everybody else right now, and the quarterback needs to manage the game early on. And then if that quarterback can develop, I I think Zach Wilson a couple years from now is a guy that can go, well, just, hey, let me go win the game. Like Jim McMahon used to, like yeah, Steve Young. Joe's used to. the man. Let me take over the game. He can be that guy, but can't. It's hard to be that guy as a freshman. Well, it helps when you have some good weapons around you as well. At running back, at wide receiver, we will discuss those at length with you moving forward. I know that those things will be discussed on after further review at some point. Watch Blaine tonight in the pink, apparently. On after further Triple review. Triple dog there. I have no choice now. <laughs> he ain't scared. Blaine, great to talk to you, man. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Thanks guys. Coming up, Bo Tanner is back, which means we can once again play the game show Sweeping the Nation, Bo, Tanner, or Bo Tanner. And Between the Lines tackles Y Mountain. How do your quads and hammies and everything else feel, Lauren? All right. She's good. She says she's good. We'll find out for real next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Watch it on BYUSN.com or the BYU TV app. Listen on the BYU Radio app or where podcasts are found. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio. National simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Download the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn app, BYUSN.com. It's all there. And we now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU football fall camp into day five. Real football, Jerem. Kind of. Today kicks off full contact and full pad practice. So in that regard, it feels more real. I'm not tackling the quarterback. Truth. Despite his announced transfer in late April, how about this little nugget? Wide receiver slash cornerback Bo Tanner made an appearance in yesterday's practice at Camp Kalani. He's a corner. He's not a he back. And I think BYU needs him to play cornerback. BYU football announces three new games in upcoming seasons, as mentioned at the end of last uh, yesterday's show. Previously mentioned FCS school North Alabama will visit Provo on November 21st, 2020, completing that schedule. Plus a two-game series with UNLV starting in Provo November 4th, 2023. Then in Vegas, November 2nd, 2024, we anticipate that game will be in the new Raiders Stadium. Oh, 2024, moving year. (laughs) 
<laughs> Former BYU running back Jamal Williams has been listed as running back one in the Packers' first unofficial depth chart. That, according to the Packers' website, he's on that chart with Ty Montgomery in the second position. Williams played in 14 of 16 games last season due to Ty Montgomery's injuries. Uh, due to Jamal being good, too. Oh, 818 total yards yeah. between rushing and receiving, six touchdowns. He was outstanding. Single A baseball, Colton Shaver went one for three with a home run in a 3-2 loss of the Peoria Chiefs. Shaver's gone yard in two straight games. boy, Colton. All right, now we switch gears and hike up Y Mountain with Between the Lines, and we welcome in Lauren McLean. Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. That sounded really romantic. Didn't it? Hike up why, Mountain. <laughs> well, uh, it can be a romantic experience, right? Nothing romantic about sweating, uh, <laughs> hiking up a mountain. Well, honestly, that's what I was going to say. I learned a lot of things hiking up the why, but one thing was I'm in horrible shape, oh. and hiking the why is not easy. Yeah, it's well, a hard thing well, to you do. Ha- you had a few days to recover, so you're feeling okay, right? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. My legs are still a little sore, <laughs> but I have been able to recover a little bit. So we've been talking a lot about football today, but we're going to fast forward a little bit to men's basketball because okay. I'm sure you guys have heard of Taylor Mon. He was recently rostered. He's a walk-on on the team. He has an awesome story, really cool personality, and uh, so we took a journey to the Y as we hiked the Y. So let's go Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. Basketball team, he's a walk on, and this is his journey to the Y. Yeah, baby, let's do it. When was the last time you hiked the Y? Oh man, it's actually been a long time, but I I used to hike the Y like a couple times a week actually. You used to run the Y. I I, I, I ran the Y. We want to know how you got started in basketball when you were little. Basketball has been like my family sport. My dad played it. My brother played it. Um, So I probably probably started playing when I was about three. That's awesome. All right, let's start hiking this thing. Let's do it. We're going to do 13 questions in 30 seconds. What is one of your hidden talents? Uh, I can whistle like a bird. Which one of your teammates is the goofiest? Connor Harding. Surfing or snowboarding? Surfing. Favorite meal? Lasagna. Favorite snack? I don't know. I don't like snack. <laughs> it's trail mix. Besides basketball, favorite sport? Baseball. Last show you binge watched? Last chance of you. Which actor would play you in a movie of your life? Brad Pitt. Favorite vacation spot? Hawaii. Dream car? Corvette. Last song you listened to? Walk it like I talk it. On a scale from one to ten, how much do you like hiking? Uh, right now about a three. <laughs> Tell me about high school. So I came off of my first year, my freshman year of football. I went in a basketball season and I just, I didn't play. But what was cool is that 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 sort of frustration led me to, you know, the off season. I worked out, you know, I I got with some strength and conditioning uh, coaches. I grew like six inches, you know, totally transformed my game. I played more on the varsity team as a sophomore than I did as a freshman on the freshman team. (laughs) And you were saying you guys took second in your league championship? So yeah, we took second. We're going to help you get past that, all right? Here we go. Let's do it. Four down, nine to go. I'll race you to the next switchback. All right, we'll jog it. We'll jog jog it. it. How's that feel? It felt really good, actually. (laughs) Good enough where you get here and you just take a break. You do. Look at this view. you get good views. Well, after high school... I left straight out of high school, and I went to BYU Hawaii. Played a little bit, didn't get to play too much. But as the season went on, I started playing more. It was awesome. Well, at what point did you decide, 
I'm ready to throw away my red and wear some blue and come to BYU. I knew while I was on a mission, you know, I was like, I'm coming to BYU and I want to play. This is a goal that I want and, I'm you know, it. I'm going to do it. Okay, let's go. Hey, he's got one. Yeah, BYU, BYU Hawaii. Watch out for the loose gravel and rocks there. <laughs> okay. Taylor, so you made it to Provo, and then you were put on the practice squad. How did that come about? The craziest thing happened, and I broke my wrist a week uh -huh. before tryouts. So you must have impressed somebody if you were hurt, but still put on the practice squad. Uh, I guess so. The, at the end of the season, we all kind of knew that Coach was going to do his, his interviews and stuff. And so he calls me into his office. He said you know, look, I, I want you to be on the team. And it's just so humbling. That, that doesn't mean that the work is over. We've got lots to look forward to this year. We're gonna have a big season. Heck yeah, man. We're excited for it. We're not quite there yet, Taylor. We're so close. So close. We need to hear your bird whistle. I've, I've just always whistled. My mom hated it when I was little. <laughs> Uh, but then I like learned how to whistle like a bird, and it, it's kind of funny because it kind of messes with people, but... Oh my gosh, that's amazing! We made it! We made it to the Y! High five. So now that you're here at BYU, you're on the roster, you are a BYU Cougar. What are your goals? For me, they're they're pretty pretty straightforward. First and foremost, I I want to be the best teammate to my team. You know, I, I, I really do also want to help other people who, you know, have high goals and aspirations, whether they're sports related or not. You know, my really my my, my message for anyone who has high goals and wants to play basketball at a high level or go to a top tier school academically is just to set your goal and to, to work hard every single day for it and love love the grind, love the process. And never give up. Absolutely. You ready for this? Absolutely. Let's yep, 100%. It. It's going to be great. Coops, let's yo, go. Yo, yo, yo. Turn it alive, baby. <laughs> Turn it alive. How'd you oh, like yeah. that music? Yeah. That was pretty yeah. dang good, yeah. huh? Yeah. Taylor's a stud. I hope he gets a chance to see the court this year. Yeah, he's a, he's a walk-on. He was a practice player. Yep. So uh, maybe at first he won't get a lot of playing time, but he's right. earned his way at least onto the roster. Right. pretty cool. And hey, coach onto says, our roster on between you. the lines. We, we want you on the team. And more importantly, on between the lines. Because he's such a good interview. He, and he's super comfortable. And he was out of breath. Like, yeah. And still interviewing well. Well, that's why I would ask a question. I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I would ask the question, make him do a long answer. And he can whistle like a bird. Like, know, that was legit. That amazing? He should have been on stupid human tricks. I'd be worried if he weren't in better shape than you, Lauren. Okay? Yeah, I know. I'd be really worried. But you didn't <laughs> see the end of that race up the hill. Oh, you looked great. Yes. You looked magic great. Magic of editing. So, anyway. It's Just show him the start where you're, like, winning. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, that's what we did. Yeah. We did show around the corner. Oh, editing happened. is well. We've learned from the segment that you'll cheat to win too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Editing, yeah. like hey, uh, like when Jerem scored a six on the golf course, and I apparently scored an eight. I had nothing to do with that. Editing. Editing. Right. Editing. Sugar, I thought you let go of that a long time no, ago. No, I'll never. That let was go months of that. ago that we did that. <laughs> Guys, follow us on Twitter at BOU underscore BTL using the hashtag BOU BTL if you want to join in the conversation. All right, thanks, Lauren. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. Coming up, the latest on Jamal Williams and Kainakua from NFL training camp. Jeremy, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. No, not more 2024 conversation, but Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner. This is BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> My favorite game show. It is.
Between the Lines is brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan. Think Nissan. Think Tim Daly Southtown. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The season debut of After Further Views tonight at 7 Eastern on BYU TV is David Nixon, Brian Logan, and the gang break down the game like nobody else. It's the season debut tonight, 7 Eastern. Triple Dog Dare, pink-wearing Blaine Fowler will also be on After Further Review. Blaine's going to Blaine, you know? Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Our daily BYUSN rebroadcast on BYU Radio can be found at 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. Also on demand, BYUSN.com. Our question of the day, how would you feel about Zach Wilson being the BYU starting quarterback at Arizona, at the Brentar 14, in on Twitter? Zach has a lot of talent, but unless he is head and shoulders above Tanner Mangum and Joe Critchlow, he shouldn't start. Even if he performs slightly better in practice, there's no substitute for experience. 2015 was the only time a BYU freshman playing quarterback really ever had a good season. It's true. BYU should start that guy. Yeah. No, I agree. There's got to be a great degree of separation for him to be the guy. Clearly. So that the coaches can feel confident that, yes, you are better than guys that have legitimate experience. It's not like Joe Critchlow has a ton of experience. He has three games. Tanner has 26 games of experience? 26 playing 21 as a starter. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so I agree with you. The separation has to be legitimate. Okay, Jerem, you said it yesterday best. We've done a lot of things on this show, and some of them have been kicked to the curb. But this one... this one. And it's back. ...has been put on a pedestal. (laughs) And it's back. Bo Tanner is back on the team, which means we can play the game show sweeping the nation. It's called... Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner. Yeah. So a question is going to be asked, and we'll try and answer it, of one of those three guys. Let's go to the control room. I think Kiki Solano yes, the fabulous is Kiki there Solano. Hello, to ask us guys. some questions. Hi. Okay. Hello. Are you guys ready? Well, we of had course a we are. serious team social media stock them, so okay, these questions are good. Go. All right. Number one, who was once bleach blonde while training with Tim Tebow? Oh. Wow. I'll go, I'll go uh, Bo Hodge with your answer. Uh, I'm going to go Tanner Mangum. And, oh. Sorry, guys. It's Bo Tanner. Oh, oh Bo Tanner. Bo Tanner was bleach blonde training yes. with Tim Tebow? I thought the, the Merrill Hodge connection. It's a great picture. Nice. You should look at it. Okay. All right. Next up, who was once, who is currently a huge LeBron James fan? <laughs> I'll go Tanner Mangum. I will say Wrong. Bo Hodge. Bo mm. Hodge is the yeah. answer. There we go. Woo. Okay. Do we know we that the other right. two are not? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for the next one? Of course. Whose second and third grade teacher is still their childhood and current hero? Wow. That sounds like a Tanner Mangum thing to me. It does sound very... I'll go Tanner Mangum. Tanner Mangum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. totally. He's that guy. Eagle Idaho. He's, he's the good guy, right? He is. Good yeah. job, guys. Good yeah. job. Okay, who has had three surgeries? Three surgeries. Three surgeries. Three. Wow. And we know Tanner Mangum's had at least one. <laughs> I don't think he's I'm had going one. Bo Tanner. Uh, I'm going to go with Bo Hodge. Bo Tanner is correct. Oh, you he's tied it up. Hurt. You he's tied it up. Hurt. It's 2-2. It's tied. Okay. Deuces. All right. All right. Is this the last one? Is this the last one? Oh, we have two out? more, you guys. You oh, ready? We ran out of music. Two more. Okay. Oh, there we are. Who is a Facebook official Lakers fan? 
Oh, man, who seems like a Lakers? I'm going Bo Tanner on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's Tanner Mangum. Yeah, wow. Tanner Mangum? We were both wrong. I was going to say say Bo Tanner. That tells me a lot about him. That tells me a lot about him. He likes the Lakers and the Patriots and Tom Brady. Could there be two different franchises? Come on. All right, last one. We're tied at two. Okay, last one. Who loves posting pictures of his best friend slash bulldog, Gunther? (laughs) I believe that is Bo Hodge. Yeah, I agree. It's Bo Hodge. Yeah, yes, I you waited correct. for me to no, no, it's Bo Hodge. I knew the answer. I've I follow Bo post- on Instagram. Yes, I've seen follow. him post pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice job, Kiki. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Kiki Bo, Solano. Tanner or, or Bo, Bo Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, it's it's the game sweeping the nation. It's back. And it's back. I'm so glad Bo Tanner's back. When he left, you and I were like, oh, man, we can't play Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner. Okay, real talk. Uh, what were we doing before? BYU needs Bo Tanner to help out. Play cornerback. The depth at the cornerback position. Yes. They they need him. Yes. They need they need him because that's a great okay, pickup. He he switched to in spring to cornerback. He was a receiver. You might recall at Utah State had an amazing catch, kind of touched his toe down sideways to get in the end zone. And Logan, it was awesome. Thrown a bunch of D balls didn't really work out too much. But as a cornerback, he is very quick and fast. I think the Bo Tanner could be. Uh, I don't know if he's a starter, but at least a backup at corner. He'll be a contributor. I guarantee if he's coming back, he will be a contributor this year. He wouldn't come back if he wasn't going to play. I'm interested to see. Yeah, there he goes. I'm interested to see you know, why he left and why it was so quickly that he came back. Yeah, what were those conversations like and why, why come back to BYU? Yeah, well, uh, obviously they need him. Because if, if we're a week into camp and they say, hey – He's back. We that need you. They had a we need. need you, and you're going to play. They had a need. Yeah, I wouldn't come back if I. Hey, uh, we need you to come back and just bolster our practice depth. They need him to come in and come play. Come on, they need him to to contribute in the Some, games. Something in the secondary happened to where they said, "You know what? I think we need Bo Tanner here." Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner. Yep. Coming up, Jamal <laughs> Williams is number one, literally in Green Bay, and Kainuku is back. Plus, Taysom Hill. Is he really the next big thing? Who said that? It's all in the whip, Jerem. This is BYU Sports Nation. I think it was Jason Shepard. Shout out to today's guest, Blaine Fowler. And sorry to Dennis Pitta. You shouldn't be surprised, but I guess we're still kind of sorry for running out of time. I'm not sorry at all. Uh-huh. If you missed any part of the show, you can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Joey finished practice for fall camp yesterday. Bo Tanner has returned to the team as a cornerback. Today, the Cougars will don full pads per NCAA rules for the first time. BYU has announced future games with UNLV, Homan Road, and North Alabama. BYU will play UNLV in Provo on November 4th, 2023, and at Las Vegas Stadium on November 2nd, 2024. The University of North Alabama comes to Provo on November 21st of 2020. Cougars in the NFL. Jamal Williams is listed as the number one running back on the Packers' first unofficial depth chart. A Bleacher Report article called, quote, predicting every NFL team's next big thing listed Taysom Hill as the New Orleans Saints' next big thing. You buying into it? Got to play. 
That would help. He's got, to, he's got to play to be in the next that, big That game. would help. Kainu Kua is back from injuries, now participating with Baltimore Ravens, and Chief Safety Daniel Sorensen reportedly mispracticed this morning with a knee injury. Get better, Daniel Sorensen. Cougars in the minors. Colton Shaver, one for three with a solo home run and a loss to the Peoria Chiefs. This is Shaver's first time homering in back-to-back games this season. A rise and shout now, Jerem. Who earns the rise and shout 25 days away? Goes to Bo Tanner for coming back. (laughs) Also to Zach Wilson. He's had a tremendous practice uh, so far. But listen, if you don't have pads on, it's tough to really know what's going on. So let's not over... Well, we're going to do it no matter what. But let's not over-evaluate what's happened the first four days. And even then, let's say the next couple weeks something happens. The quarterbacks aren't tackled. Like, okay, we don't really, okay. We don't really know what we have, honestly, until halfway through the season. <sighs> then we know. That's the unfortunate reality is you yeah. just have, yeah. you have but, to wait. But we will evaluate what we have as we know it. That's how we work. You have to wait. We don't want to, but we have to. Just know the guy by the time we get to Arizona. We'll evaluate it, but take it with a grain of salt. I've never put a single grain of salt in any food. I've put many grains of salt. I don't know what that phrase means. Take it with some grains of salt. Some grains of salt. How do you feel about Zach Wilson being the BYU starting quarterback at Arizona? Let's go to the voice of the nation. This is the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94 on Twitter. In the coaching staff we trust. Honestly, they see things we don't. They know things we don't. We can only speculate. I trust their judgment way more than I trust my own. At Brick Harris on Instagram. I feel like it's a healthy risk. If BYU wants Wilson to grow into a real solid starting quarterback for the years to come, it needs to start somewhere. Maybe baptism by fire is the way it needs to go for him. Either way, any real BYU fan just wants progress. And our elite voice of the day, at DStokes11 on Twitter. They go with Zach Wilson because he is the future. I don't like it. If they go with him because he is the present, I'm all for it. It's Start true. the guy who is best today. It's true. It's all about the present. Amen to that. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Chasen Brown. 25 days away. We'll see you tomorrow.